welcome to a special episode number 124 of We The Gamer Cast. It's the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com and it comes to you normally every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, and Mother Love and YouTube. But guess what? You made us better at Patreon.com slash make us better. That means every month, two returning guests. And this is the first of the Mega Dads. It's Adam Leonard, and it wouldn't happen unless it was for people like Adam Leonard and everybody over there at Patreon, uh, like our executive producers, like Mr. Platinum, executive producer Corey Hicks, Gold executive producer Sheldon Benedict, and all of our gentlemen executive producers are back. Nick Militia from Next Level Games, Joel Brooks, James Johnson, Dr. Doom. Jesse Armstrong, Glock Schaefer, David Ray, Mike Drummy, Brandon Myers, Aaron Doherty, Martini Jean, and Kieran Smith Lincoln. It's happening. Adam Leonard is back. This is a this is an amazing chat we had last night. And I'm excited to to share this with you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the show at patreon.com slash make us better. This is something that that I wanted to do, and it's nice to know that you want it as well and that you support us to mm-hmm. such an amazing level that this is now happening so why don't we get right into it uh before we jump into the to the um the chat with him if you're on the video on youtube give us a thumbs up if you haven't already subscribe to the to the podcast on itunes and google play and all that other stuff subscribe to the youtube channel and follow adam leonard at the art of adam l and there's a link uh, on his um on his twitter you can buy his shirts which we'll talk about a little bit where this is gonna, gonna be a real Real good chat. Let's get right into it. Here he is, Mega Dad number one, Adam Leonard. Do you ever take off your glasses and have a look at yourself and like, oh, is that what I look like? Like, why would I ever take off my glasses? When I take off my gra- my glasses, my my visuals only improve. I'm like, oh, oh, that's that good. That's pretty damn good. good yeah, you can't see any. <laughs> <laughs> no it's, flaws at all. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you just wipe like Vaseline over your lenses of your pupils. I do that too sometimes. Yeah, yeah, basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, I think actually everything is working. That's sometimes an assumption I shouldn't make, and I do, and then I don't have a show. Is this is this video now? The whole to... thing is you're good. You look good. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's it's. I don't. I'm not even going to touch anything because God knows what was happening with my Skype yesterday, and it's all update. Is it updated for you? Are you on Mac? Yeah, I'm on Mac, but it is the new Skype, and it's crap. What the shit? Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, okay. we all have to change to Discord. I think Adam. Like I think we somebody all have will have to, to hold my hand and uh, and show me the way. <laughs> I guess you don't have to worry about it with Mega Dads. Like you get, you guys are like you can touch each other in person. Well, you can smell each well, other <laughs> and you can get all sticky. We we seldom have to use Skype, so that's we're, pretty good. We're lucky that way. How is um how is doing the show live and make it, how is that how's that going when you guys do. Do when video. we do do it live, do do it's do do. It's such it's such a mess. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest with you; it's a complete disaster. But you're making. I wanted to ask you because you're making people people feel better by saying that because everybody is having a hell of a time with, with stupid Skype and going live and everything. It's awful. It's well, I mean, it's awful for like the normal reasons. Yeah, but we just I don't know. Like it's it's so messed up. We do it like the second Thursday of the month mm-hmm. at like random times and it's just not structured and it's like easter we're gonna yeah we're gonna have to we're gonna have to rethink how we're attacking this live thing we're actually doing it this week oh um oh that'll be good but it's like i never even know when it is i text john today i'm like are we doing this is this happening like, He's like was oh, there yeah. a thursday that like snuck in there like was the yeah, first it's... a thursday because then you never oh man you got we we don't have the initiative or the drive that some of these other guys do to like, you know, they stick to their weekly regime and this is what we do. And with us, it's just kind of like, uh, you want to do this now? But eh, there's, sure. There's, throw up, there's throw up a tweet. <laughs> the routine makes it a little easier that it takes the decision making out of it. It's sort of just like mm-hmm. you, you sort of wake up and go like, Oh, Sunday. Oh yes. This is what I have to do on, on yep. a Sunday or whatever. Like, 
that's why actually these are tougher like these the returning guests are are a little tougher because they are they can happen at any time like i don't really that's Mm -hmm. that's actually a very close uh parallel it's kind of like nobody knows when when a when a person's going to come back because i don't know when that's going to happen there's it's not the 15th or the the first and the 14th or the 28th or whatever so i feel you man it's tough it's tough. It's makes, only getting makes tougher. you almost just want to quit everything, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> just leave it all. Put this up is a the new trend. An ambiguous. Uh, well, at least you put up a post. I, we just sort of let let everybody. Hey, special episode of if we're at Nintendo, <laughs> where where Bobby's gonna break up with Sean live on the internet, and then the very next day launch like he's dating a new girl. I don't know that there's like a good way to do it though, because even like the way mind shook out it was like people were confused <laughs> but what that's is my the... that's my fault but well are you still figuring out like what happens though that's yeah and that's kind of it is like i probably should have waited yeah because nothing's really changed yet but i was just kind of like screw this i need to do something and i don't want to just like do something and leave everybody wondering what's going on so mm-hmm. I, t- I I caught everybody by surprise, honestly. I, <laughs> Even I, my wife. Oh, really? Oh, she was like, "What are you doing exactly?" Mm. It's so. that it's that New Year is like the end. The December sucks. Apparently, December's really hard. And then you kind of go like, "I got something's got to change. What have I got in my control?" And like this is this is one of those things that is in our control. It reminded me as uh, before we we get away from it. Era, that that post reminded me of when I was fourteen or fifteen. I was dating a girl. And things are good. And then all of a sudden she's like, I think we should break up in a couple months. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what? Wait, what? Yeah, it was like, so like we're dating now. Like, are we getting ourselves through Christmas? This is a real thing? Yeah, that was like, yeah, like early high school kind of thing. Like, I think we should break up in a couple (laughs) months. And yeah, it's just one of those life lessons, I guess, of things. At least you were prepared. (laughs) I, I guess so. Like, that's what I'm, you know. Right. It's just weird. It's just very bizarre. But that's how that I'm feeling weird. with with Megadeth. I don't know what to expect. I don't know. Like, I think something is going to change, but we're not sure. I feel like you're you're like you could get roped back in, and then is that okay or is that a bad thing? Well, are we are we going? Is this like the thing? Yeah, we might as well. Okay. Well, is that okay? So, no, that's fine. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't go off on a tangent, and then. But you know what the good news is, Adam? Like, if we do, like, if this is a shit, that means we're almost done. <laughs> we can go to bed <laughs> yeah right yeah right um no okay so the whole thing with my mega dad's decision um was basically what it all boiled down to was i stretched myself entirely too thin um i've been doing a lot of mega dad stuff i've been doing a lot of side commission stuff um i'm the new father of a two and a half month old baby girl. So like time just wasn't even a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't properly plan for anything. I was never caught up um, in regards to with, with everything that we do on mega dads with the comic strip and the Patreon stuff, there was always like schedules. Mm-hmm. This needs to be done on this Sunday. This needs to be done on this Friday. And I was never, ready for it Mm -hmm. so i'd always be like putting up the i'd be i'd be creating the comic strip the morning it was due and i was i was hitting my deadlines but i wasn't feeling good about it yeah because if i'm just like rushing and forcing myself to get this out it just it wasn't satisfying yeah and i just needed to the, the idea in my head was I'm not going to stop doing this. I just need to I need to force myself to step away for a little bit mm-hmm. so that I can see clearly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because what was happening was I was I would just keep hitting those deadlines one by one and I'd keep taking these things as they come. And I was never getting to a point where I could calm down and plan ahead. Mm-hmm. So I and said to myself, you know, the next thing. Right. And so I said, the only way that I'm ever going to be able to properly evaluate my system and my schedule is if I just hit the brakes. Mm -hmm. 
and step away for a little bit so I can figure out what that looks like. And so I wrote this post after basically just like a shitty night (laughs) where I I was just like, nothing's working. I'm frustrated. Mm -hmm. My wife like is, is taking care of both kids while I'm down here working on editing and it just, it didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And I was upset. (coughs) Excuse me. And I just said, I just need to stop. I just need to slow down. And once I've got this figured out, then we can start this train moving again. And so when I wrote that post announcing it, a lot of people took that to mean I was quitting Mm -hmm. or I was quitting a good chunk of everything. Um, And that's not necessarily the case. I still don't know exactly what this looks like right now. I'm just kind of catching my breath. Yeah. Um, what hat what what has slowed down because like to me it seems like you're still you know a bunch of things i want to get to here being the the uh mm-hmm. internet's artist of 2017 is a big <sighs> is a big thing but yeah like you have so much going on what specifically have i feel like i haven't noticed anything but right maybe and that's... have you slowed down like have you are you feeling better about it like where how's it gone and i i think that was a big part of it was the things that i was starting to worry about mm-hmm. um Things like comic deadlines and Patreon um, bonuses. I think those were things that I was convincing myself were crucial that I hit a certain day mm-hmm. or a certain time. And honestly, I, I feel like as long as I continue that content coming, people don't necessarily worry about the date, the specific day right. or time. Um, and I was convincing myself that I had set this deadline for, for what I'm doing. I need to hit it. And I, stepping away, I'm hoping that people don't really notice that I have stepped back. Mm -hmm. And I think for the most part, they haven't because the biggest chunk of what we do is the podcast and the podcast hasn't changed at all, nor will it change at all. No, but maybe Uh, this is, this is a stroke of genius. Maybe there's, so you, you've taken a step or tried to, you know, edit, maybe not for as long. Maybe this is not a seven hour mm-hmm. opus that you're editing every time. So right. you just left the F bombs fly. And it's almost <laughs> like, like you're drawing extra special attention to like, you're hitting like 17 birds with the same stone. Somehow it's just like ricocheting off mm-hmm. one after another. And this, this comically enhanced, just this bash fest. You, you draw all this attention to the podcast. You spend less time editing it. You people don't notice the other things that you're pulling back on because of so many f bombs in the in the first. It's like it's like Wink. Pulp Fiction. This is right. amazing. It's it's kind of funny because John actually texted me the night after I wrote that blog, and he's like, "Have you seen the hits on the website?" That's and hilarious. Like, people are really excited that I'm going to be doing less. <laughs> it was like <laughs> one of our biggest posts of the entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good way to start as, the year with big change. Yeah, right? it's, it, it, it's on everybody's mind the beginning of January. Like something's got to be different about this year. And I think I think it's that. I think it's kind of cabin fever because I mm. live in the north like you and it's like, freezing cold and you're just stuck inside and I'm just like ready for a a thaw, a spring thaw. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like stuck here with my, with my thoughts. And, um, I think it's a combination of a lot of things, but good point. Yeah. Cause it's dark here all the time. I don't know about you. Like I wake up, it's dark. I drive to work in the dark. I drive home in the dark. It's exactly, it's like that movie with Josh Hartnett with the vampires. (laughs) <laughs> like where they, they don't get any sunlight for 30 days or something. Right, right, right. I think it was um, called the bus that couldn't slow down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad Simpsons reference. It's, uh, it's, it, no, it's like, that's a for real thing. Yeah. It's, it's kind of depressing. And yeah. then when you add, when you add the fact that, you know, you've got just tons of stuff to do and, um, the family is, is deserving of attention and there's just like, you're just stuck in your own perpetual whirlwind and you don't know how to get out of it. Um, in regards to the F-bombs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're awesome. That's two Megadads in a row. And this I only say two because my memory doesn't go much farther back than that. But two intros in a row. You had the you had the songs for the Decembers and then the F-bombs for Januaries. Sure. Like, 
you're setting the bar pretty high, Adam. I don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna do even better in February. Maybe John, a haiku, but I'll leave it to John, you. John keeps telling me he's like, you know what would save you a lot of time if you stopped like writing and recording these ten minute intros to the podcast every month. And I'm like, but that's like yeah. one of my favorite parts is to do that opening because I sit down here alone yeah. and I just like let my mind leak all over the the computer. Uh, it was there was. There was a, a conscious effort um, to to do that opening, even though I was kind of nervous about it, and I think John was as well. Mm-hmm. One of the big things that I I strive for with our podcast is to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in this indie podcast scene, it's really easy to be just another gaming podcast. Yep, and the more of them that percolate and there are so many more of them every day, like every, every day I log on and there's like another new show. And so I feel like I'm, they're getting canceled every other week too, though. So it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's no problem. We'll, we'll cry about that later. Um, but I I think that's one of the things that I strive for with our show is we need to have a unique voice. And even at the beginning of our podcast, when we when we first launched, we were like the bullshit podcast where we would just talk about whatever and then games would creep in. But even that, there's like 10 podcasts that are that now. Um, and and that's, you know, that's fine. That's good. I'm, I'm Well, I'm of two mindsets of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. But I also. Part of me feels like we're oversaturated. Yeah. Um, and that's not a popular thing to say out loud, but I think I tweeted this like six months ago where I said the, the the best and the worst thing about this community is anybody who wants to do a podcast can. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. And, <laughs> and I think it's great for people to be able to express themselves. And I yeah. think everybody should be able to do whatever they want to do. But I also feel like th- that is kind of diluting the listener pool Mm -hmm. because the people who were enjoying the content are now so focused on creating the content Mm. and that would be like you know what if everybody who went to the movies just all of a sudden started making movies yeah no Um, sitting in the seats anymore nobody's in the theater anymore because everybody's making movies Mm -hmm. Uh, so as i observe the landscape of the indie podcast scene that is where I'm steering away from with our show. Mm-hmm. This and is an interesting thing, man. I, I, I want, I'm glad you brought this up. I've been, cause I actually internalize this a little bit in a way of like, what am I adding? Like by, by doing this show or by like whatever the show happens to be. Right. Um, and that's how, that's often a consideration for me. And I think it's not uncommon to say most people who are creating content for every episode they put up or maybe for every few episodes or whatever every now and then the thought comes into your mind of i could just shut this all down like i don't need to be i don't need to do this i could i could just like i could close it all up and then walk away and that that would be it and and from the angle of not being just another podcast that would almost be that would almost be helpful and there have been certainly times especially with this show where i'm like maybe it is maybe it is time but on the mm-hmm. other side, like it, ultimately, I come around to like this is actually good that that I discover uh, more about myself. I discover more about the friends around me, and then to mm-hmm. your point of diluting the listenership, what I actually end up doing is discover more podcasts, and I actually mm-hmm. end up listening to more shows. Like I have like yep. through doing this show, and I like when I talk to people and I talk tell them that I'm I'm a fan of their show. Like I never make it up. Like I never once go like. Oh yeah, like good. For, like I don't have to do that. I never right. so, like so when I when I say to people and I say it often that I've been catching up on their stuff, I do. So it's this double edged sword of like yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's probably by some measure there's too many, but at the same time, like I haven't found myself not listening to some. I, if anything, I'm right. gonna listen to the bigger guys. I I think it's just kind of the way I view it is I feel it is incumbent upon all of us as creators to ask that question, whether it's deservedly, deservedly so or not of what am I bringing? Man, that that's huge. Yes, absolutely. It's, we should never take it for granted that somebody's going to listen. And it's mm-hmm. the whole, you have so many choices. Thank you for choosing this one. 
Right. That, like there, so there should always be something. Chelsea and I talk about that a lot, actually. Of whatever that that factor is, is it entertaining? Is it that you're unique, or is there there's something about the show that like drives people towards you? I don't think that there should ever be. I think almost. I think sometimes there is an expectation that people fire up a podcast and think like there's going to be whatever the number is. Like I actually don't mm-hmm. even know how many people listen to the show, and I never want to know. I tell Dave, no, never share the numbers with me because right. no matter what the number ends up being. I could potentially be really happy or more than likely I'll be horribly, horribly depressed. But like if it's, <laughs> if it's 50, is that good or is that bad? Is it 500? Right. Is it, is it not a thousand? Is it, mm-hmm. if it's 5,000, is it not 10,000? Like no matter what, I'll just be kind of like, and that's not why, I, why we do it. I think, I think we got to measure success, not by analytics, obviously like that's, mm-hmm. that's important. Cause you're never going to, you're like you said, there's never going to be that right number. Right. You're never going to be satisfied with a specific number, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, as an artist, an artist can be used in as broad a sense as possible. If I'm not, I, I don't feel satisfied unless I know that we are doing something that is different, not mm-hmm. necessarily better. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be the best because that doesn't that doesn't make sense. That doesn't compute. Pretty much what doesn't is, make sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There yeah. is nothing. There is yeah. Um, If I am doing something that is creatively satisfying and Mm -hmm. different, if I hear somebody else doing what we're doing, I want to steer away from it because Mm -hmm. to me that like that space is taken. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the introduction, the introduction of the F bombs isn't to say we're the raunchy podcast, but at the same time, like, you know, I'm a guy that grew up listening to George Carlin comedy um, and language doesn't, Language doesn't bother me as long as it is used. Uh, appropriate isn't the right word, but, but don't swear hateful. for the sake. Yeah, right. Don't yeah. swear for the sake of shock value. Don't swear for the sake of being nasty. Swear if your language makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like th- there was, there was, you know, if you listen to George Carlin, he had such a way with language mm-hmm. and the way he would deliver it and the way he would swear it made sense in the context of what he was saying to you. Mm-hmm. And so the intro to our podcast, yeah, it was the whole point was to kind of catch you off guard and to make fun of the fact that we were swearing by swearing to explain the fact that we were swearing like that. that it, it, it was shock value. But to me, it was like the way I'm delivering this makes sense. Like that's the joke. And that was it was you. You started the podcast very Actually, very We the Gamer cast like of like this is gonna be a down moment, guys. Just for just just before we get into the show, some of you may have noticed the blog post, and I'll be stepping away, and and then and I knew like you. That's the thing about your intros that I love. You trick me every time, and then there's a moment where I'm like, oh yeah, he's he's fooling me, and then there's the turn, and then there's the comment, and like that was it was so great because I was like, oh, I'm glad he brought it up because I'm sure everybody's got a lot of questions, and I'm like, wait a minute. He is, he's not clarifying anything. And then you make the turn and then the, all the F-bombs come. Right. And I just, man, it was, anyway, I just thought that was, that was so good. And I'm glad. I, did it save you time? Like, did you find that? In oh, the no, end, not at all. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it takes How me come? like 10 seconds to add sleep. No, it doesn't save me any time at all. But, but I think. It has to. You must have just got that good at bit. it. A little bit. A little bit. But honestly, like. But we music, were, we though, were, you guys had the music, and it's timed up with topics or whatever. It's the music. It's the music that does it a lot of the time. <sighs> but, I mean, we won't get into the nuances of what I do to edit the show. But um, going forward with our show, we are taking a very um, hard look at what we're doing, mm-hmm. what other people are doing. And 2018 is going to be a different year for Mega Dads. We're introducing more directed segments. Um, we're going to kind of formalize some things and hopefully we'll do some stuff that'll catch you off guard and trick you mm. as we go forward back because we're not done now. we're not we're not backing off um i may be still getting my life back together but the show will carry on as normal so so nope. i love that you're here today because like i i had been meaning to ask you to you and john to be on for like a for like a month. i kind of like having these there's two returning guests every month that we the gamer cast i like kind of pairing them up um 
I was, you know, in December, I was supposed to go live with Gabe Patillo in about 15, 20 minutes before, from Married to the Games, he was going to be the second pairing from with Tim Router. And like 15 minutes before, I'm like, uh, I'm depressed, so I don't want to do this. And that probably pissed him off beyond belief. So I never got to finish off the, the, the December Married to the Games, but I wanted to have uh. you on. But of course, it was like right after... And I think I'm going to slow down. And I'm like, can you do this one extra thing? Can you like record a podcast? Um, but we, I wanted to talk. This to is you. easy for me. This well, is just sitting true. down and talking with a friend. This that's is true. nothing. You could be doing anything else. though. what else would you be doing right now? You well, could be, about like, touching yourself or about game. 10 minutes, about 10 minutes before we started, my wife and I were watching. This is us and having a weep. Oh fest. God, Adam. Yeah. Why? So, I'm all I'm all uh, introspective now. I'm okay. Like, yeah, just ready it. for. Well, you already had your good cry, so now we can have a good right. laugh maybe together. Here we go. Talk to me about this show, man. What the like? Do you? I I have like a conscious effort to stay away from crap like this. I can't. Dude, I can't it, do it anymore, man. It'll I, wreck you. It'll wreck you in all the right ways, especially no, as a parent. Not the any, right ways. Any parent. Especially like new parents like us who are yeah. like just starting to figure out, oh my God, my life has just been shaped in a way that I never expected, should be watching this show because it it encapsulates family life in a way that you never, ever thought. I mean, it, it's the name of the show is perfect. This is us because you watch it and you're, you're like, like, oh yeah, my God, this much. is my family. Yeah. This is my family. And you will cry every week. Sometimes happy cries, sometimes sad cries, but. Oh, dude, you have to, you have to so watch it. So are you, are you watching it on the reg? Oh yeah. Every week, every week. <laughs> you really, it wasn't just Box, like a Kleenex. Mondays oh, are you make a whole thing of it. Okay. Yeah. Mondays are bachelor. Yeah. Tuesdays. This is us. I'm trying to remember what show it would have been that sort of like tipped me off to like, I don't like feeling that way with it. And that's generally like why I don't watch TV. Like it, people often like kind of look at me a weird way when i'm like what do you mean you don't watch tv and like for the most part it's just like it just makes me sad and i i do a good enough job of that on my own trust me i can make myself we, sad all by myself we watch these shows these dramas these tear-jerking dramas and we finish and i'm like my god i'm the most boring person in the world i never have these deep meaningful conversations with people that they have every week on these shows that's the other part that's I the part i find really sad great framework and analysis on life mm -hmm. you know i just i'm sitting here in sweatpants right now mm -hmm. just got done drinking some chocolate milk and it's like you know, there's chocolate nothing special milk. about me did you blow bubbles <laughs> did you do you drink from it from a straw maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no there's there's no there's no tv that's why that's why chelsea has to go watch tv with johnny casino because is that, is that it? that's that's happening they're they're watching netflix shows together and because because i can't i can't satisfy her in that way <laughs> well so i need my my texan friend to, there you to go. help me out that's, there that sounds like an interesting story <laughs> uh that's pretty that's pretty much that's pretty much it they just i don't know i i what was the, one of the last show i think i watched was um 13 reasons why that's a real. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. That'll make you super depressed. Yeah. <sighs> make you really think about what that would feel like. Did you right? watch it? I did. And that towards the end of that, I, what you're talking about, yeah. I I couldn't get it out of my brain. No, for me days. neither. Even even right now, people who have watched it are thinking about yep. it, and it's like, mm -hmm. uh, it's not good. There, I don't know that I've ever seen anything on television that kicked me so hard in the teeth where mm. it was just like regardless of what you felt about the rest of the show yeah that particular moment was the most gut-wrenching scene i've ever seen because you're waiting my, for the camera to pull away and it's like no nah, it's she's it going. doesn't it just doesn't it's so bad yeah it's um, almost as heart-wrenching as that opening scene in face-off where uh john travolta's son gets killed as well it's it's almost on the same level like they're not exactly the same yeah no, <laughs> no. i know what you're talking about off. yeah his poor <laughs> wasn't his name sean or was it sean archer hey he was sean 
Sean Archer. Sean Archer, yeah. Somebody, somebody's going somebody's gonna to remind us. Um, how many projects you have on the go, man? Are you, like, who do you have left to, to make a cartoon character? I don't think there is anybody left, speaking of this growing super indie podcast. Maybe maybe Jason Lacey and Lucas Rose. Maybe that's it. But they're already my made com- men. Yeah, my commission list is my my docket is quite full. Is it really? Oh, um, good one. Good. I like that. It's it's been very lucrative for me. Uh, not just in the indie podcasting, but like other things. Uh, currently, I am uh, designing the cover art for Two D Con. Yes, which that's... is a local convention here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the third year that I've been working with those guys, so we're full steam ahead on that. I'm planning on wrapping that up by the end of the month so i'll be able to share that with you guys um yeah that's that's that's, that's a, a fun huge one. deal man like that's that's, that's you one. front and center and that i mean we all do this that's the kind of thing that's going to get you noticed and that's kind of another part of this whole me reflection thing 2018 is like a whole lot of looking at myself and what do i need to push and what do i need to kind of sideline for a while mm-hmm. um i have kind of made it a mission to really put myself as far forward as I can, mm-hmm. um, reaching out to as many people as I can, getting as many projects as I can. And the 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 ass end of 2017 was bigger than I ever could have expected. It was just like contact after contact after contact, which I never imagined would happen. It's been fantastic. Um, and I just, I need to ride that wave. Like mm-hmm. that needs to be a focus for me right now. Yep. Um, because this is what I want to do with my life. I work full time as an artist right now, but I'm not working for me. Mm-hmm. And so my goal, and it's ambitious, is this is what I want to do with my life. Is I want to illustrate, be my own boss, design things for people. Like mm. that's that's been my goal since I was a teenager. You know, yeah. I've been drawing. I've been drawing half my life, and um, I'm not there yet. I'm nowhere near there yet, but. You know, it's one of those things like if I don't invest the time and the effort into pushing this as hard as I can, it's never going to happen. And I'm I'm no spring chick. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be 40 in a couple of years. So Were it's you like ever a spring chick. I think oh, you're yeah. always a, a guy. I was a I was a spring you're chick spring, last week. Spring dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's like I'm the kind of guy who's always overanalyzing things mm-hmm. in my life. And. Uh, this is just something that I that I need to work on, and I've had a lot of support. I mean, Bobby's been incredible. Bobby's been Bobby's sending my kids to college. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's ladies like, put my kids through college. And, and what what has been so nice about that is not the fact that he's is. I mean, it is the fact that he's giving me work, but it's the fact that he's been so supportive. Yeah, and he's sharing what what I've done, and mm-hmm. and that's guided people my way, and. I couldn't be more appreciative to be. I mean, I heard your show this morning. You were, you were uh, telling people about my shirts, and uh, like, I that means everything to me because I can sit down here in this in this office for hours and hours on end and draw and draw and draw and draw. But it doesn't matter if people aren't appreciating it. Yeah. And when I hear somebody say that they that they like it, like that's what fuels me going forward well it it is legitimate and i think the cool thing about bobby too is that he's actually showing people what to do with it like it could be one thing just to get the pictures out there but then to show like <laughs> it creates an identity it makes it fun and all these different things like it he's he's doing something with it or doing something differently maybe than mm-hmm. even your own self-promotion it's like this different type of buy-in and and for Bobby, yeah. it just makes sense, which is actually really interesting for him because he draws too. Like, mm-hmm. like before all that, he would he he used to ha- like everything was by him, and now he's sort of like put that aside and and let you sort of take over in that in that perspective. And I think that's awesome, man. I think it allows it also gives other people who that's always been a sticking point for you know talking mm-hmm. about all these new podcasts that are popping up and things. Uh, getting good artwork is really tough. And even landing on a on a on a logo or whatever it is is difficult. And if you are the solution for something that like like thousands of people are facing, then heck yeah, put your own little like Easter eggs. Put make everything have yeah. a little. <laughs> I I saw somebody finally notice that the if we ran Nintendo board had Mario plus Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, I know. Somebody finally <laughs> caught on. That's been on there for a long time. Oh, Bobby um, and I looked at every single one. When he when that first happened, we, we were going through each individual like 
uh, piece of text back there. Every picture, yeah. like, because we were just so blown away. It was, it's so intricate. And actually, I want to talk about that too. Do you ever have like, do, does an idea ever get away from you, or or even a pitch to somebody like? Because I think Bobby actually wanted the boardroom thing, and was it you who came up with the whole like conspiracy theory, like pictures and threads and pushpins and everything? Because that yeah. can easily get a little more complicated than just a guy sitting in a boardroom. Every client is different. Um, some people are very particular about they want, about mm-hmm. what they want. Some people don't know what they want. Uh, with Bobby, he when he first approached me, he had like a, a laundry list of things, mm-hmm. and we started with that one. It was the boardroom, and I kind of I kind of steered it a little. It was, it was mostly what he wanted, but I kind of steered it in another direction. Mm-hmm. And once he got that, he, and he loved it, the rest of them, he's kind of he's nice. kind of backed a little further away with each one. Yeah. Um, and now it's just like he he trusts me, which is great. Like that's what you want as mm-hmm. as an artist working for somebody is them to put their trust in you. Um, other people are just like, no, this is exactly what I want. I want you to do this and this and this and make sure you have that and that, which is fine, too. Um, it can be good and it can be bad. Some people just, you know, art can be a tricky thing. It's like branding is important. Some people just don't think about like the right color scheme and mm-hmm um typography things like that uh you know they they know they want a picture but they don't really know what that means and and if you can give them the right thing right away uh and wow them then then that's so that's what the about best for yourself though like for me <laughs> like i'm not a practiced artist per se but i do know that if i were to kind of stretch that muscle a little bit and i'm not trained enough maybe this is something that comes with practice where like an idea gets away like there's it's almost like um scope creep where you're like, oh, if I did this, and I can add this, and then that means I gotta mm-hmm. add this, and then I gotta add this, and keep going, and, and keep going, on. and then it's never done. And like, right. so I, I understand sometimes that can come from a client, but does it ever come from yourself where you're like, oh, that looks cool. What if I did this, and and it just keeps morphing? How do you go? No, I'm done. That was I, that was what I had in mind, or that's close enough to what I had in mind. What's that? When is the thing done? Uh, you, you there there's a fine line um i think sometimes people have this like this vision of oh i've got to get as much of me in there as i as i can mm-hmm. and after doing this for as many years as i have you learn to see when you're when you're tipping the scales too far mm-hmm. uh for example i did the um breath of the wild poster for john for christmas every year i draw john his game of the year and I, and he frames it and he puts it in his game room. Mm-hmm. And so this year was obviously Breath of the Wild. And the concept for this piece was Link standing on a cliff and the um not the guardians, the legendary champions. Uh, the champions. Yeah. The champions are in the clouds. They're yeah. in the cloud formation behind him. And so I started thumbnailing that and putting that together and then I started doing the background and adding like mountains and trees and in your head you're like okay well what is this game you know you got Koroks you got the castle maybe you've got the uh the the big red lasers going towards Hyrule Castle but yeah but you have to know when to just stop Mm -hmm. because otherwise you oversaturate an image and you don't want it to be too busy um I don't know you just kind of feel it like Mm -hmm. as an artist you kind of have to sense when there's too much weight on one side of your canvas where you want to draw your eye and if you have too much going on it can be too overwhelming so mm-hmm. i mean every every art piece is different um mm-hmm. but there's i don't know there's no right or wrong way to say it you just you have to let the art kind of speak to you mm-hmm. and if you're and if you're working too hard to to figure it out then you've probably gone too far yeah well that's sort start of like simple and that is that's talking about sort of like one illustration, but then you're looking at sort of even just Megadaz as a whole is sort of that other sense of when is it when is when are you done like when is when have you created enough products for like that to be enough for a recurring cycle of things? And it reminds me actually of so an example for me of when things kind of got a little out of hand for me was when Chelsea and I first started dating. We may have been dating for a year or two. I can't remember exactly when this was. And she was really into Skylanders and she loved like she was she, she was a hipster about it. Like she liked it before it was cool. <laughs> and like she just wanted to collect these toys. She just loved the aspect of like I could have every single one. 
And I think it was it would have been maybe the second or third year Skylanders were out because I started getting in on the hunt and I wanted to make sure that I got I got to help her get every single one. And I wanted to uh, I wanted to make her a comic book of Skylanders taking over her condo. So this would have been, I guess, 2012, because we moved into this house in 2013, I think. And so I want, I knew she was going to be moving out of the house and she wouldn't have like necessarily like she's going to have the pictures from the move and, and memories from there, but she wouldn't have like a dedicated, like these pictures were taken because you were moving in a, in a cool way. So what I did was I took pictures of the house. She had like her turtle and all these different like settings, like the oven or the bathroom where there's water, all the different like elements. And as she would open this comic book, which was on an iPad, um, it would walk through the different rooms or areas of her condo and she would then get a new Skylander. And that's when I would present her with, okay, now you have this guy. And it was so great because I, I bought like this, um, just like me and neighbor Matt used to do when we were kids, we bought, I bought this strategy guide and I would use those illustrations to just copy. Mm-hmm. I would just draw them out and then I would scan it. Like I didn't have a tablet like, like yours. I would scan it and then I would try to fill in the colors, but it got so out of hand because I just kept buying Skylanders and I kept having to take <laughs> pictures and then I kept adding stuff. I still haven't finished it. Like I basically, it, there are the scans of the drawings. I drew every one of them, but I never finished. Wow. the comic but i never and i always wanted to go back to that but that was an example of one of those things it's just like it keeps getting away but i that was like one in like obviously like five years i haven't done anything like that since then it's but, all about balance mm-hmm. like everything in life whether we're talking excited. about a, oh that's whether we're talking about drawing a poster or the time you dedicate to your podcast or did you make sure you tucked your kid into bed like mm-hmm. Everything is about balance, mm-hmm. and I think that's hitting me hard this year. Yeah. I really do. Um, I mean, not to get like super emotional or anything, but like the worst thing in the world is finishing whatever I'm doing down here and going upstairs, and my kids asleep, and I miss bedtime. Mm-hmm. Like, where's the value in that? Yeah, I mean, I hate feeling like. I'm doing less for the people that, you know, like what we do. But at the same time, like, man, you know, there's there's only so much time in the world. Mm-hmm. And it, it's tough. It's tough to juggle for sure. Where where else can you get more time? <laughs> ah, that's that's can the you question. Leave work earlier. Can you like is there right. anything like because I'm I'm trying to do the exact same thing of like yeah. where. Where can there be more time? I started parking at work this year instead of taking the bus. And uh, that's ruined my switch time. I'll tell you that much. Because I used mm-hmm. to have like 45 minutes there, 45 minutes back. And I'd have, that's how I got through 80 hours of, of Zelda. But I mm-hmm. barely, that that was sort of the trade-off was uh, I definitely have more time, but it doesn't feel like I have more time. Because yeah. the me time was actually the bus time. But now it's a little bit more productive. You know, it's such a strange trade-off. And, and you think about think about the story that you just told and the ambition and the time that you took to yep. just do something that you were excited to do. Yep. And that was your life before. Mm-hmm. And now you have so many more responsibilities. You still have that excitement and ambition. But think about how incredibly difficult it would be to allot yourself the time to even attempt to make that comic. The thing is like, I actually, so for now I'm okay. Like now mm-hmm. is, now is good. I haven't like, you know, we are, we are in a similar boat, but we're, but we're still a couple years off. Like it, it mm-hmm. it's funny even to think of myself as a, as a dad in the same sense that, that you are a dad because Lincoln is not, not where your kids are. And having two is like, I'm, I am way more scared for the second one than I ever was for the first one. Just because of that balance, that we're imbalanced, yeah. the symmetry of like, okay, this is like this. This one's gonna stick his fingers or nose into his talk, and this <laughs> one's just like doesn't even know what's happening, just a blob laying yep. there, and like needs full attention in in a totally different way. So I'm not not quite there yet, but mm-hmm. the podcast allows to go back to a topic we talked about at the start, which was like it allows for some regularity. This is like. This is podcast time. I, I do it in the exact same place, generally at the exact same time for the exact same amount of time. I've got the system down. Like to do anything else is 
I don't know. I don't know how. I guess there's that. Mm-hmm. Like, I still have basically, like, bath time and story time is mine. And then I throw Lincoln at, at Chelsea and she feeds him. And then, like, the evenings are ours. So it's basically a – that's the, the decision of do I go to sleep or do I try and squeeze in a couple hours of games? Or mm-hmm. last night I tried to go to sleep early and I just, like, s- sat there. <laughs> so like there's that like i'm i'm beat tired everything in my mind is telling me i should go to sleep uh, but yep. instead i'm listening to to serge's podcast and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> i told him i'm listening and he's like oh be kind and i'm like well half an hour later i'm like well i'm still awake so this is a thing that i do sometimes where i will listen to a podcast to help me go to sleep because like God help me if I'm alone with my own thoughts. Like let me mm-hmm. at least be uh, my own thoughts can be drowned out by Dave Moore or Johnny Casino. Uh, but I will always go back and listen if I do know that I fell asleep in the middle of it. I will always go back to listen. But I, it's a weird thing. One of these days, it, I'm glad actually I've, I've recently got Bluetooth headphones where I, oh, I no nice. longer have like the same strangling hazard that I've basically been <laughs> running for like the last like four years. I remember like the first time I tried it thinking like this is really dangerous and I woke up and I'm like well that was safe I'll do that forever even you, though it's probably not very safe. You don't want to get strangled by Sheldon forgotten. That's no that's no way to go. Can you imagine that was the last thing you hear? On your... <laughs> God, that would be terrible. Oh man. Well, it it would be fitting in a way too. In some yeah. in some weird meta kind of way I think it would be it'd be fitting. Um Adam, how are you liking your Xbox? Ooh, um, I, 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 I yeah, I, yeah, that, that sounds awesome, man. I, no, okay. I, I like my Xbox quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, you want to try it again, or do you want to go with that one? <laughs> <laughs> the hardware itself, uh-huh. I like. I really do. And the games that I have on it, I like. Yeah. I really do. All right, doing okay. Um, my problem with, oh, See, I, I'm going to get so much hate for this. Tell me how you think. The, oh, yeah, right. Like all the, the, the billions Luke, Luke and billions Lore of... Luke never let it go. Listen, um, Luke Lore has already predicted everything about the show. He's already told me he knows what I'm going to say before I say it. So, you know, that's an that'd be an interesting listen. So, I, tell me that. <laughs> Luke, Luke's great. Luke and I, like, we disagree about so much, but he is the perfect person to disagree with because he understands in the end, like, what does it matter? Yeah, like we have the greatest disagreements ever. It's, it's speaking of, of somebody, uh, one of our friends who needs a podcast. Let's encourage yeah, him right? to start his own thing. He's the smartest person we all know. Genius. There's another uh, podcast starting up called The Greatest Game, and it's like it's literally got a guy who works at NASA who's talking about games. He's like his take on that is from the OK Beast guys, and it's just like crazy. I want him. I want Luke to listen to that show and like there you go. Maybe do, just copycat that one because it's only gonna be around for three episodes. Anyways, Luke's your great. Xbox. Um, yeah, I mean, for Xbox, I am, I am a guy who really, really likes my exclusive franchises. Mm-hmm. And what I like so much about my Switch is that it's got Mario and Zelda. And what I like about my PlayStation is it's got Uncharted and Last of Us. And the exclusives, by and large, not completely, but the exclusives, by and large, for Xbox just don't speak to me. Like, I'm not a Halo fan and I'm not a Gears fan. Mm-hmm. Um which are like the two big tent poles. I am very excited for Sea of Thieves. I'm very excited for Crackdown. Um, and I just need something else. So mm-hmm. like right now, it's it's my third party machine. And I'm very happy with that. Like I'm playing Call of Duty World War II right now. And it looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Like I am getting an experience on my Xbox One X that I can get nowhere else. The thing that's keeping me from loving it is I need a tentpole franchise that like that really draws me to Microsoft as as like a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And I was like, hoping that would be Ori for you. I was really hopeful, and then I I know that that didn't really connect with you. And I'm not ready to give up on that yet. I mean, I haven't gone back, but I I plan on it still. Do um, you? I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> there's what's always your, plans, what's your look? Right? What, yeah. What's your what's your backlog like? Like what's your plan? I'm completely overloaded. I'm such an idiot with digital sales. Like what am I? Uh, it was sickness. Yeah, I, I bought the witness tonight for ten bucks because I like, did the same thing. Oh, did you? Yeah. Why? I, I said to my wife, I said I have to buy this. I said I'm not going to play it for a while, but mm-hmm. like, how do you not buy that for ten bucks? I know. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'd, l- I'd love to tell you that I'm going to go back. I, I, I want to go you back. Have but, to. but how do you go I, back sometimes, you know? You probably um, got the experience you were going to get. But there's also this other thing that I've just been discovering, which is sometimes a game needs just a, the right place or it needs to follow the right other game. Like, yeah. like if, if Chelsea dated anybody of like any quality at all, I would never have been, a, I never stood a chance, but like, like her quality, her bar was so low. Then I came around and was like, I mean, completely average, but compared to everything else. So what you're saying is don't good. follow, don't follow Breath of the Wild with Ori. Is that what you're I, saying? I guess. I'm like, I, yeah, like that's a simple way of looking at it, but right. like there definitely is some form of, uh, palate cleansing is the overused term or whatever it happens to be. Like, I think that, I think you and John talked about this too on Mega Dads where part of it comes from where you have to review a game and like trying to be as objective as possible when that happens and like your enjoyment of it. How do you, how do you measure in the deadline that you're facing or the other game Mm -hmm. that you would rather be playing that you actually pay for or all All the other obligations that are related to like the strings that are attached to this thing. I just, I think that it's, it's really, really difficult. That's a that's a stressful part of creating the podcast, or even if you're not creating, just being part of the conversation that you feel like you should be playing something or you're going to miss your shot. Like, mm-hmm. I, I am glad. I feel probably the luckiest thing that happened to me this year was Destiny 2 landed at a time that I was ready for it, and I actually mm-hmm. bought it, and I had two weeks where I just went hard on Destiny 2, and I don't know if I'll ever go back to it. Like, I want right. to. I think it's a great game, but I got so lucky that I spent like full pop on that game and I actually liked it because so many other times a game will come out. Mario Odyssey is a good example. I just mm-hmm. wasn't ready for it, but yeah. I'll, I enjoy it. And it like, mm-hmm. but if I were to have to rate it when it came out, I would, I don't know where I would have been. Right. I think it's, I think it's really interesting too being a, a person in this, a creator in this field, how, seeing people react to your opinions Mm. and being surprised by it. I had somebody tweet at me uh, after we put out our game of the year and they were like genuinely shocked that I enjoyed a Nintendo game. And I was like, because you're bigoted against Nintendo, right? And I, and and then like, I, I couldn't tell if they were like just joking or if they Mm. really thought that I was slanted against Nintendo somehow. Mm hmm. And to hear you talk about Xbox, like I know, I know how I come across when I talk about Xbox, and it's not that I don't enjoy my Xbox. I'm enjoying my Xbox quite a bit, but I, I think I'm also kind of like, it's kind of the nature of our show. I'm kind of brash about my opinions, maybe, mm-hmm. and sometimes I think I come across being a little too cynical about something. Where, you know, when I think about my Xbox, like I really like I play Fortnite on that quite regularly. I just played Edith Finch not that long ago. Like I'm really enjoying my Xbox. But I think other people might hear it differently. Like, oh, this this asshole doesn't he doesn't like Microsoft. He's never going to like his Xbox. He's a Sony fanboy. And you look at my game of the year and it's like two Nintendo games and a third party. And. To me, I'm just like you must fit inside the box, Adam Leonard. It's it's very interesting to to hear people express to you what they think your opinions are, Mm -hmm. and like in my mind, I'm just kind of like even across the board, and I just take things as I come. I like this as it's coming. I don't like that, and it. I stay. You don't have any like rules that sort of predispose you one way or another. It's like the the games are games, but that's the thing is that the 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 louder opinions seem to draw a bit of a box but there's still like boundaries outside of that even if that even makes sense there's still the spectrum of things that we enjoy that are well outside of the the boundaries that are drawn by the loud opinions that we put out there i think maybe one of the best ways to put it and and like as somebody who loves my xbox i totally get every single slam against it there's an update that they're pushing out with uh the alpha group right now and it's going to come out to everybody else soon that I think it something to do with like game hub and there's more, more stuff that you can find in the, um, in just that quick access menu. And it's like mm-hmm. stuff for looking for group. And it's just like, all it did for me was highlight just how much stuff is slammed in there. And it's like trying to push stuff back to the front. It's like this revolving thing of, of this mess. And then it's cleaned up and then they're like, Oh, we hit a lot of stuff. So let's push that to the front and it becomes yeah. what you started with. And, uh, I can't X- argue Xboxes- with that. 
Yeah, Xbox's interface is like the the complete polar opposite of Switch, where you turn on the Switch. And I remember when I uh, when I first got Switch, I'm like, where is everything? Like, there's it's just like here's a couple icons, you go, and that's it. There's no bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. And then I got my Xbox, and it was like I was having a seizure because there were so many menus and <laughs> okay. sub menus, and that's uh, that, and I know you're maybe being a little facetious. I don't think you actually had a seizure. If you did, I really hope you get that know. taken care of. But that's where I sort of disagree. So I, I will never defend to the death that Xbox's UI or UX is, is stellar. I get that. But I also don't think that it's like debilitating. Like I don't think that it's putting anybody into like a coma or anything. Like, and I, I do think you can find most things, but, but that's the nuance that we don't really, that we don't get. And it's also not entertaining. Right. That opinion that I just put out there is probably something that a lot of people will agree with, but it's right. not nearly as entertaining as like I turned it on and I got a nosebleed and I fell over <laughs> for three days, <laughs> which I mean, maybe to one person it actually happened. And and I get it, it's like, that's the hyperbolized yeah. point. Yeah. And, yep, yep. and there, yeah, like there's a, but I think that's entertaining. I, I guess I just kind of answered my own question and why people like hear what I say. Cause I just said some stupid crap like that, you know, <laughs> but in your, in your but mind, you to. know, the severity like, of what, how you, that's mean it. how I process thought is, is with Dick and but, fart jokes. But we're here to entertain too. Like you want to put out your opinions, but you want to, we're neither of We're not Luke lore. We're not the smartest person <laughs> in the room. So we I might as well put have it. so many words. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Man, why don't we? Do you have anything else that you that you had in mind? You wanted to? I always dominate with questions, did you, and I and I forget to ask. Did you have anything that you wanted to chat about tonight? Oh gosh, I I think we covered the most of it. Um, I I have to tell you that I'm like I I tweeted you guys this morning, but you should for for real be super proud of what you're doing here in this space. Um, part of me feeling guilty about stepping back on the stuff that I do is I know how valuable what you're doing is. Uh, You and other podcasters like you in this community get me through my day every single day. And that's no lie. First thing I do when I sit down at my desk is I put my earbuds in and great, here's a new podcast from such and such. And Mm -hmm. um, the unique thing about this community is not only are we entertainers, not only are we creators, but like we're genuinely friends. Yeah, man. And, and it's it's like listening to two of your friends just shoot the breeze for an hour while you have a stressful day at work. And mm-hmm. you can just, you know, it just helps that much more. So um, I was I was for real sad when you guys like packed it in with if we ran Nintendo. I mean, I. I'm Me too. I could. That's why I couldn't sleep last night. I I thought I was good with it. I thought I'd moved on, but that sucked big and, time, man. And there's a lot of growth and a lot of change that's been happening with this scene over the last you know six months. Mm-hmm. Um, things are changing. Things are evolving. Some stuff's going away, and that's just kind of like the nature of growing. Mm-hmm. Um, we all. I mean. How how many times have you thought, are we going to be in this same space in like a year or two? Like how many of us are going to be gone? What happens when these shows wrap up? Not gone, like dead gone, but like, you know, the we're funny all thing is, be- okay, so my reaction was as if you meant dead, but I was so <laughs> sad to think about like the shows, what you actually meant. Like that, that did make me feel sad. You're right. Like not everything is, is for, that's one of the things that I was trying to convey yesterday. And I don't know if it made any sense in the show was like, I appreciated every moment. And I took, yeah. I never took it for granted, but ultimately it had to end. Like nothing is forever. Mm-hmm. Like hopefully my marriage is forever. I hope, you know, and hopefully La- I'm a lost, dad forever. Lost had to end, right? Like, but did it, but <laughs> you, they went back. Like they even went back the second, third, fourth time, wherever they even landed. Um, but I don't even know what the hell we're even talking about here. Yeah, it was it was hard to walk yeah, away. Right? Um, okay, so I actually wanted to – this is another thing. So that show and this show just sort of like led to so many other things. And, and I think mm-hmm. we even owe Nintendo Dads a lot of a lot of thanks. For, I never would have heard the, the Mega Dads if it wasn't for the Nintendo Dads. And mm-hmm. it just opened up to all of these other different friends and, and people we've all kind of been meeting together. And I have been genuinely bouncing back and forth between putting absolutely everything and all that I have into 
bringing us together in some meaningful way and having the exact opposite reaction or thought a moment later going that that's the last thing that anybody wants or that I even have time for or anything like, but I, I just know that we're all better together. And I wish that there was a magical way for us all to just like dominate together, whatever the heck that means. But I truly get a sense from, from people that I talk to that the big podcasts are going away and we occupy a space together in that what you talk about. We are mm-hmm. our friend. We are all friends, whether we're making the podcast or just listening. We are all friends. We get to hang out. And that's the coolest thing is, is that we are putting this stuff out there so that we can hang out with other people in some weird meta delayed time travel kind of, kind of way. And to, I don't know what that means of bringing people together. Maybe it just never happens, well, but I, I think... do know that spiritually we are together for whatever that means. I think. Ultimately, what it comes down to, and the only way to perfectly synchronize all this, is we all have to have a sleepover at Jesse Waldack's house. Yes! I'll bring the Hot Pockets. Mm -hmm. You bring the notebook. We'll all just just snuggle up at Jesse's house. Okay. And and, and record just the ultra podcast, and the universe will just make sense. Yep. I just want, be happy I want Jesse and John, actually. I want John to be there as well. I want them to just, like, read stories. <laughs> like, if we can just eat roasted marshmallows and sit around a campfire and have Jesse and John. Like, those guys are just so, they're just so cuddly. There and you they, go. I, it's I just, all about the beard. Mm-hmm. It's all about the beard. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I don't think there's anywhere better that we can go there, Adam. Why don't you, where, where can people find you on all over the internet and all the 17 different things you can do and how much you charge for art and all the other stuff. You the, want people to <laughs> the easiest, the easiest thing to say is just find me on Twitter. I am at the art of Adam L. Everybody can feel free to tweet me, DM me if you want. If I enable that, I don't know. I, I'm not really good at Twitter. Uh, just reach out. Like I'm here for everybody. I love chatting. Um, even if it's not for art commissions, just say hi, like for real, like this is the best part about doing what we do is the fact that we've made friends with like Mark Peterson and Luke Big Lore Marky and P. Big Marky P. I, I sent him a message the other day. I'm like, where did you go? Like, I haven't heard from you for months. Um, but we're okay. like, that's, oh yeah, he's totally fine. He's like, oh, oh, I okay, just got a new good. job. I haven't been, I haven't been catching up with podcasts, but don't worry. And mm. I don't know. Congratulations. Like, new job. That's, that's nice. That's my brother right? just started a new job in January. That's a, that's a good thing to do. That, it's, it's a big part of it's what... It's good to refresh every once in a while. That's for sure. But, um, here, here. But yeah, I mean, we're all friends. Nobody here is a celebrity. Nobody here has got a big head. We're all just we're all just dudes hanging out. I'm trying to... My I think my headphones would disagree with you because they're getting <laughs> stretched out. Uh, Adam, thank you so much for taking time tonight, man. This has been awesome. You bet. Thanks for having me. We're done. We're done. I didn't mean to scare you. We're almost, we're going to record this and then you and I are going to go for some bath time and some story time. And that was right after this story time. Thank you so much to Adam for joining me. I, I am well aware of you trying to take it easy and then me asking you to, to take time out of your day and schedule to just sit and chat for a little bit. But I really genuinely enjoyed that. I'm not just saying that. I even told you that after the show, that's real. He can, Adam can vouch for that. Um, guys, remember Adam is at the art of Adam L. Be sure to go follow him if you aren't already, as if you're not. I mean, not to brag, but Adam and I are, are kind of friends and you should be too. So follow him at the art of Adam L. Um, thank you again for listening. Please subscribe, hit that thumbs up on the YouTube video. That would be amazing. Follow me. I'm at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants. If you missed or this is your first episode or for whatever reason, I give away games. There's going to be codes in the show notes. So check that out, guys. Be sure to do that as well as listen to the Xbox Drive with me and Dave, and I'll order coffee in the middle of the show. It's ridiculous and stupid. And the Gaming Gurus, of course, with Bobby Pauls and Toby. Um, All of this stuff is on the Bidet Space Network. And otherwise, this is episode 124 of We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. Thank you again for listening. We'll be back for a regularly scheduled programming on Monday. I hope you'll be there. Now it's time for Patrick Stewart at the (laughs) drive-thru. Hello. I'm Patrick Stewart, star of TV's Star Trek, The Next Generation, and the host of the documentary series, MGM, When the Lion Roars. Okay, that's fine, sir. Can I take your order? Yes. 
You can. And what is your order, sir? I'll have a quarter pounder with cheese and a side order of fries. Would you like it? And a fillet. Oh, fresh. Would you like a cold drink with that, sir? Yes. Yes. For the sake of the future of all mankind, I will have a small Sprite. Okay, sir, that's $5.20. Could you proceed to the first window? The first window. The first portal to a new dimension. One greater, one more wondrous than our own. No, just the first window of the drive-thru, please, sir. Yes, then so it is that I proceed to this window of which you speak. Thank you, sir. Approaching warp speed. What the f***, mate? Did you just drive into the back of me? Yes. It is so. Mate, are you some kind of f***ing comedian? I am Patrick Stewart. Mate, get out of the f***ing car. And so, with heavy heart, I hereby withdraw from the vehicle. Mate, look what you've done to my f***ing duco. You accuse me. Mate, f***ing I do. Here's your order, sir. What manner of burger is this? And these slivers of potato extract. Hey, Chrome Dome, are you going to f***ing pay for my car or not, mate? Mate! Ah, I am under attack. I must reason with this. Mate, you are talking out your f***ing ass. Ah, and so it is that I bid you and your people farewell. What a f***ing dead shit.